Hello, everybody, and welcome. I'm your host, Danny Osmond. If you love podcasts, if you are passionate about your business, if you want to create and grow a podcast that will connect you with your ideal customers, and you want access to education, to resources, and to other amazing business leaders and podcasters who can help you do it better every single day, then this is the podcast for you. I have a big secret for you. You do not have to struggle for years to create a profitable and purposeful podcast that you actually enjoy showing up for each and every episode. It takes three things to create relatively fast results, clarity, focus, and intentional actions. These are the three things I continue to provide support and accountability for, for my former podcast supercharger students and current clients. And it's work that energizes me and gives them accountability guidance, and strategy. If you're ready to give up the struggle and create an amazing podcast in the year ahead, then apply today for my live podcast supercharger program. From February through March 2019, I'm working deeply with just a handful of driven, passionate, and determined business leaders and entrepreneurs who are ready to start a great podcast and finally see the results they know they deserve. As of right now, only four spots remain. And don't delay. The registration period for this session closes this Thursday, January 18th at 11.59 p.m. Pacific. Find out more about my podcast supercharger sessions and apply today at dannyosmond.com slash podcast supercharger. P.S. I know you have a big why, and I know you have the fuel inside of you to make the shift from just getting by to truly having the business of your dreams. And that's why I'm here to support you in my podcast supercharger program. I can't wait to hear from you. DannyOsmond.com slash podcast supercharger. How many of you are sitting here right now and you don't have a topic for your next blog post or podcast episode or live video? Do you have that sinking feeling in your stomach knowing you need to create something, but you have no idea what it's going to be? Man, that feeling sucks, doesn't it? I hate it when I'm staring down at my fingers, floating over the keyboard, trying to think of that next great line of copy for a sales page or an important email. Have you ever heard someone say, I'm not a creative person? Don't believe it. Don't believe them. We were designed to be creative. Each one of us is unique, but creativity is in our DNA. When you think of a really creative person who comes to mind, Steve Jobs, Oprah Winfrey, Paul McCartney, Albert Einstein, Sarah Silverman, Jimmy Fallon, (laughs) Steven Spielberg, Bruno Mars, Kate Spade, Tom Hanks, Tina Fey. Every one of those individuals is creative in their own right, even though each one expresses their creativity differently. The point is creativity expresses itself creatively And you don't have to be like any one of those people in order to be creative. When we create, we experience joy and personal fulfillment. When we create, others benefit in some way from our creativity. And creativity breeds prosperity. If you want to help people and earn a good living along the way, then keep creating. But there's the dilemma. How do we keep creating? How do we keep those creative juices flowing? Composer David Campbell had the following to say about the devolution of creativity. Quote, at age seven, we ask why. 
At age 17, we ask, why not? At age 37, we insist, because. Like any muscle that goes unused for a time, our creativity is in danger of atrophying. So here are 10 ways to reverse this decrease in creativity. What you're about to hear isn't necessarily a system, but each action serves as a launch pad for creative thought. Number one, cultivate a playful spirit of curiosity. Wherever you are and whatever you're doing, be inquisitive. How can ducks hold their breath underwater for so long? Where does wind come from? How can you transmit electricity wirelessly? At what temperature does seawater freeze? Some of those questions won't interest you, but look around you and find the answers to questions that puzzle you. Feed your curiosity. Number two, the second way. Abandon old routines and put new ones in place. Have you imposed artificial structures in your life that stifle creativity? We're creatures of habit. Good habits can serve us well, but sometimes our routines promote mindless wandering through life. We buck the idea of changing our routines. They're familiar, and we convince ourselves that we work best within our confines. The problem is that we rarely discover anything new within the walls of the familiar. Abandon some of your old routines and try something new and see what you discover. Visit new places, try new things. Now the third way, read voraciously. Reading books, articles, blogs, etc. It feeds our minds with creative thoughts. We learn new things, we apply old ideas in new ways, and see things through a different lens. Read all kinds of books, broaden the scope of your interests, read for business, and read for pleasure. Now the fourth way, tap into the minds of others. Pull some friends together over a cup of coffee, a glass of wine, some bourbon, and brainstorm a problem, a topic, an idea. Case in point, do you know that one draft horse can pull 3,000 pounds of dead weight? But if you put two draft horses together as a team, they can pull 8,000 pounds of dead weight. That's the synergy of working with others. Just imagine what you could do if you teamed up with someone else. Now the fifth way, brainstorm. Brainstorming isolates the discipline of creative ideation from analytical or critical thinking. You probably already know how to, how to brainstorm. One, anything goes. Two, reserve judgment or critical thought. Three, write down everything. And four, when you think you're stuck, keep going. Also, you could try mind mapping, mind mapping a problem, a blog, or podcast you're creating. The sixth way, cross-pollinate with other disciplines. We've already demonstrated this skill earlier in this list. If you're trying to solve a problem and brainstorm a solution, consider combining dissimilar sciences or arts, history, philosophy, medicine, or religion. Put them together and, and see what happens. Number seven, remove yourself from whatever it is you're trying to solve. Have you ever been driving your car, taking a shower, running, or playing with your dog, and all of a sudden, a solution to a problem hits you? If you feel stuck, leave the problem on your desk and get out. Go for a walk. Do something totally different. Even if an idea doesn't come to you while you're out or while you're away doing that, you may come back with a different perspective. Number eight, let ideas incubate. While similar to the previous point I just made, the idea here is that sometimes an idea has a gestation period. We need to allow an idea time to form and mature in our minds. Just like having a, 
a baby, you can't really rush the process, mull over it, meditate on it, let it simmer in your mind. Roy Ash, uh, whose work in the U.S. government led to the creation of the Environmental Protection Agency, once said, creativity in a business cannot be ordered like breakfast at the Waldorf. Instead, it must be stimulated, motivated, and induced. And number nine, embrace hardship. Necessity is the mother of invention, we're told, and it's true. There's an amazing scene in the movie Apollo 13. You might remember this. I love that movie um, where the ground crew, they spread out a bunch of random objects in a big pile on a table with the urgent task that they need to design a filter that will save the lives of the crew in the space module that doesn't have the right size filter to fit into the, the landing module. It's often in the face of lack or need that creativity presents itself so powerfully so don't be too quick to eliminate all hardship or need from your life or your business. Instead, leverage it to your advantage. H. Jackson Brown in um, the book, Life's Little Instruction Book, wrote, When starting out, don't worry about not having enough money. Limited funds are actually a blessing, not a curse. Nothing encourages creative thinking in quite the same way. And now finally, number 10, borrow shamelessly. Now, don't get me wrong here. Grab ideas from other sources, combine them, change them, give them a new name and capitalize on them, but don't plagiarize. Give credit where credit is due, but allow the creativity of others to serve as the raw materials for your creative ideas as well. You are a creative person. Believe it. Discover how you're uniquely wired to express creativity. Follow these tips that I just listed to cultivate it. And like a garden that's gotten regular rain, watch your creativity flourish. So there you have it. If you're ready to make a real change in your business in 2019, start today by first of all, subscribing to this show on the Apple Podcasts app or iTunes or Stitcher on Android or wherever you listen to podcasts. Number two, write a five-star rating and review. And number three, please share this show with a friend, colleague, or coworker who you think would enjoy our episodes. Thanks so much for joining me this week. I'll see you on the next episode. Today's show was brought to you by ConvertKit, the only email marketing system you'll ever need. After five years with the email marketing provider that everyone starts out with, you know who I'm talking about, I was desperately searching for one that was simple, easy to manage, and affordable. ConvertKit easily stood out above the rest, and I've been ridiculously happy with them ever since I made the switch. Emailing my community and creating automation series for special resources has never been so simple. Whether you're ready to start your first email marketing setup or you're searching for a new provider, I highly recommend ConvertKit. Go check them out and other resources that I recommend at dannyosmond.com slash resources. That's dannyosmond.com slash resources.